0: nine eight seven six five four three two one okay welcome to the rankers uh we have a a special episode for you uh this month uh no part one no part two we're doing it all in one go and we're doing it for a very special cause uh, that is movember And uh, if you've been keeping in touch with our socials, we're donating a dollar each, so two dollars in total to every listen that we have in November. So far, we've had 14 listens. So, if my math is correct, that's $28. But we really, really would love to um, see more listens out there. And hopefully, this episode encourages you to have a few listens and donating as much money as we can. How are you going today, Stuart?
1: I'm good, thanks, Kyle. This is the first time hearing that I'll also be donating a dollar. I thought this was all. (laughs) Out of your pocket, but more than happy to. Um, thanks again on this very special episode. I know November means um, means a lot to both you and I. Yeah, uh, you, you are actually undertaking the the, the growing <laughs> of the mustache on our behalf this uh, this month or this year. Uh, and uh, and and looking very good so far. So well done. Well,
0: thank you. Um, just for pros- uh, posterity's sake, it's the fifteenth of November that we're recording tonight. In case there are any. Uh, mows in sport that come out in the next couple of days before we get this episode out. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yes, I am growing a mo this month. Um, it was, I th- it's been a long time since I actually did the full shave and went the mo from the start of the month. I think the last time would have been about seven or eight years ago. And I have to say, I'm not a fan of shaving. It oh, is it's the worst. Oh. It's,
1: it's the absolute worst. <laughs> the, 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 issue with, uh, with the month is the, the fact that, uh, it's, it's very important that you, you keep, keep the shape of it going and yep. don't let it, uh, lax. And so <laughs> it's, it's the upkeep. That's, that's the issue. Uh, yep. if, if it was a, if it was a beard related, uh, uh growing, uh, uh, you know, charitable cause then, you know, that's a little bit easier to get around, but you, there's a lot of commitment that's involved. There is. Um, well,
0: I'm usually a beard person. Yes. So then I, uh, trim once a month so yes. i've gone from trimming once once a month to shaving five days a week which that, is
1: it's, that's that's laborious. out of order Ab- yeah. absolutely but for uh, a, and-
0: for a good cause and hopefully to promote the a podcast so well worth it in the end in- indeed
1: now given that we're, we're going to talk about our uh, uh ranking our 10 favorite uh sportsmen who uh who have don donned the mo over the years mm-hmm. uh, and you know uh, both being uh, proud australians uh, we we immediately think about cricket and, and yep. you said we're we're recording here on the 14th in the wake of um, Australia coming from the absolute clouds can we say yep. to to uh, turn in a a World Cup winning performance in the in the T20 uh, international yeah um, how we I'm assuming you uh, you didn't stay up because. You've you've got a proper day job that can't um <laughs> y- that you can't afford to stay up during the night to, to watch it. But uh, have you checked the highlights out? What what are your initial thoughts?
0: Um, as not a massive fan of international T Twenty, um, it wasn't on that must do list. But yep. of course, I checked the score when I got up this morning. I was surprised. I thought um New Zealand would win. I thought Australia had um scraped their way into the finals and then um kind of. I don't want to mince words here, but kind of got lucky against Pakistan. Yeah. But, and I thought New Zealand were probably, I actually think Pakistan were the best team of the tournament and just Mm -hmm. got a little unlucky there towards the end. I think um, Australia winning the toss in both the final and final had a big bearing on it, given that I think only one team in the whole tournament won batting first. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think Australia got lucky, but you got to put yourself in the position to be lucky. Um, and yeah, I mean to, to chase down 175 in a final, I think it was the highest chase ever in a, uh, world T20 final. So, uh, yeah. So you got to give them credit where it's G. Um, I wouldn't have selected some of the players they did, but in the end, uh, winners are grinners. So there you
1: go. Indeed. And look, if, if, this is uh, the, the the soul proof that Mitch Marsh can actually um, perform
0: at a, on a big
1: stage. Then, uh, well done to him.
0: Um, I, I can do a podcast all on my own about cricket and cricket selection. So don't get me started on selecting Mitch Marsh in the Test team, please. No. Well, let,
1: let's look at uh, not quite the eleven, but the the ten. Um, uh, but before we do that, what 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 do uh, you immediately apart from cricket uh, comes to mind when when, when you think of uh, mustaches?
0: Not sports related, but I think my favorite Mo of all time, um, and I've kind of tried to emulate it in my growth is the Jack Sparrow Mo from Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Um, it, it's just got that shape. It's got the flavor saver underneath as well. Yeah. Um, it's for me, it's my favorite Mo. I thought Johnny Depp just pulls off that role, uh, spectacularly, yeah. um, probably a ranking episode in the future of Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, because it's, I, I really love that series. Um. But, yeah, uh, also uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. Both our fathers have or had had Moe's. Yes. Um, you mentioned that your dad still has one.
1: That's, that's right. He's, so he's uh, either had a form of a beard or a goatee or a moustache uh, for all my life. So we're mm-hmm. talking uh, 41 years now. Um, at the moment, I think he's, he's back to the, the, the Moe and, and the little uh, uh, chin tickler. Yep. And I think there's only been two times that I can think of uh, in my lifetime that he has taken it off. Um, and every time it has been a, a very quick transition back <laughs> to the full mustache, mainly because I uh, immediately, uh, when he takes takes off the mustache, it's it's almost like, um, you know, uh, the, the emperor without clothes. Uh, <laughs> it looks very different. In fact, he looks like his old man, Keith uh and so much so that i whenever he's done it i've called him keith and uh and that has forced him um uh shamefully to to grow it back uh, immediately uh and and never spoken of again for you know probably another 18 years so he sort of does it in sort of two decade cycles he'll just just go in for a bit, for a bit of a clean and just to make sure that it's all you know the, nice. the the skin's actually there between the the nose and the top lip but yeah
0: very rarely uh has that been seen um since he's
1: Probably his teen years,
0: so it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for my father, um, he was wearing a Mo during the time that we got a family portrait. Oh so, no. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's a that was permanently on the wall there for a very long time, and uh, without looking at it right in front of me, I think he had a, a sneaky mullet there too as well. So yep. uh, we're just talking late eighties, early nineties. Um, yep. In two fashion styles there. Fantastic!
1: Oh, yeah. l- l- looking like he uh, had won a golden guitar award or something like that, no doubt.
0: <laughs> oh, he was—he's a drummer, so um, <laughs> maybe a golden drumstick. Who knows? Perfect. Um, all right. So we'll we'll get into our rankings soon. Um, but was there anyone? Oh, maybe not sports related that um, you can think of that stands out as having a great mo.
1: Well, I. I immediately thought of game show hosts and, and in oh, particular yep. um, here in Australia, baby John Burgess,
0: oh, yep, who, yep.
1: who has gone um, sort of post-career taking the mull
0: off. and mm-hmm. It doesn't um, look right, does it?
1: It, it doesn't. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk about uh, a particular sportsman a little bit later who should have made the list but didn't because I think he got rid of it in the back end of his career. And 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 that's, uh, I think, the, the sole reason why he, he's not a one is Alex Trebek the, the the late great Alex Trebek from uh, from Jeopardy fame. Uh, Trebek yep. was known for years for wearing the mustache. Um, famously parodied by Will Ferrell and said that Saturday Saturday Sadda- Night Live as yes. well. Um but then in in his later years uh went went you know Son's mustache and um you know still doing a stellar job up front but just just looked a little different. So
0: okay. for me it was mm. um I've mentioned um Jack Sparrow, but yes. the other one that came to mind instantly when I was th- thinking of Mo's was um, Magnum PI. Tom Selleck. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I don't think any kid growing up in the '90s, late '80s, um, would have gone a, a week without seeing Tom Selleck's Mo. Yeah, and then and then he kept it for his role in Friends as well. So
1: <laughs> nice. I think was, one year I tried. Uh, Maybe, but it was sort of in the lead up to a Halloween party. I I grew the mustache earlier, thinking I'd do the stellick. Yeah. Um. And the issue is, you you know, I'm all for uh making sure it's as authentic as possible. So it's easy enough to get a Hawaiian shirt to wear, yeah, yeah. but uh, very difficult to find a um. A, I think it's a Detroit Tigers mm-hmm. hat that he wears. Yeah. Um. And you know, you could probably get away with something else uh, that looks similar, but it you know. I, I think I abandoned the idea because uh, it was it was going to be too too expensive to you know to import a new era uh, Detroit Tigers hat uh, just for just for that occasion.
0: Well, I feel yeah. Um, I actually my uncle actually got me a Tom Selleck recu- uh sorry Magnum Pi replica Hawaiian shirt. So I right. had the exact one, you know, the red one with yes. the the birds on it. Yep. Um, I didn't go to the effort though of getting a Detroit Lions cap. I actually had a New York Yankees one, but I didn't think anyone would notice and no one did when I went to the party anyway. Yeah. Um, and I did great. Uh, or I might've shaved, trimmed the beard, shaved the beard down and kept the away for that particular costume party. If I find an old photo, I'll chuck it up on our Instagram, but yeah, um, yeah, that's something that I did. Fantastic. So I, I think,
1: I think instead I, I abandoned the idea cause I think I had a beard at the time, <laughs> um, but uh, got rid of everything except for, Really big uh, mutton chops and did a very piss weak Wolverine. Um, <laughs> anyone that's that's seen me in the flesh knows I am no Hugh Jackman. Um, <laughs> never will be a Hugh Jackman. Uh, and it was uh, yeah a, a, a terrible waste of garden shears to be honest. <laughs> and uh, and uh, hopefully uh, no pictures of that ever surface.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, shall we get stuck into our rankings? Absolutely. Now we, uh,
1: I think the one thing that we tried to do was was limit the amount of cricketers we we're going to put on this. Uh, we we could have easily filled out a, a starting eleven each of us, Got it, uh, yes. but um, uh, I know I limited myself to to only three. Um, uh, I think you may have done the same, uh, but we we tried to cast in it as as wide as possible across mm. varying sports and, and and countries.
0: Yeah, what I did was. I picked the three cricketers, so I knew had to make a, a top ten list. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I'll see what else is out there. Did a bit of Google searching. I had one tennis player who I've got in there as well. Mm-hmm. Who I knew had to get in there. Um, and then I just kind of filled in the rest. And then kind of just used my memory to think of cricketers who had a mo, and none of them quite got in there. Yeah. Um, there is one I'll talk about later. Who it pained me not to put them in the top ten, but. Yep. Um, and that was a, another cricketer as well. Yep, and um, and
1: and and whilst we're uh, after this, you know, be keen to uh, see where people land on whether you thought uh, Team Stewart, Team Kyle uh, got it closer. I think it's fair to say all these gentlemen. Uh, I'm assuming it's all men. Uh, They're the, all the, the winners. Yes, um, unless we're talking some of the uh, the East German swim team here. Uh, all right. <laughs> but oh, yeah. no, I, I i think it's Careful. fair to say that um you know regardless of the uh, the rankings uh you know you, you could have ranked the position and still come up a uh, winner
0: absolutely so um i didn't really care about sporting ability although nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but there's the 10 in there are quite famous sportsmen. The, one, yes. the American ones I don't know so much about that I was able to Google and find some pretty impressive moustaches from these uh, American chaps. Yep. Um, uh, and I've sort of ranked them in. Uh, so one of my criteria was a memory of the that I didn't have to Google it and I knew about it. Yep. So the American ones aren't as high as what they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone for style. All yes. right? So like I've got a, a couple of different types of Moes in here. Yep. And I think fullness was the other one I went mm. for, and the, mm-hmm. my ten got in there just on the fullness alone, pretty much. Yep, no, that's so, fair yeah. enough. Did you have any other criteria for your mate?
1: Look, not really. I think uh, the ultimately the way I ranked them was if they were more known, or you know, as, as well known for their mustache as their sporting ability, then oh, okay. that, yes. that rated higher. Um, that that being said, you know, there are there are some in the 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 bottom bottom five who have, um, you know, very defined mustaches, but it's not the first thing you think about. Uh, but you know, they, they, they should, should be honored, um, you know, in this, uh, in this podcast. So here we go.
0: Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, let's get started then. Eh.
1: Okay. And, uh, uh, much like last time, I think we're, we, we haven't shared our, our list. So this, this should be, uh, this should be interesting. See how, how many we, um, we have, uh, similar, Um, Um, right. should should I kick off or? No, you kick off. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I have gone with uh, one of uh, this country's uh, greatest marathon runners, um, uh, the Deke, Robert Deke Nice. Uh, did he make your list at all? He did not. Okay. So, um, uh, Deke uh won the 82-86 Commonwealth Gold, um, 82, uh, which was uh, in your hometown of Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, yeah famously... Um, Got the trots uh, during <laughs> during the race. Got the uh, got got the sort of damp uh, sort of cloths and towels on him to uh, to clean himself up. Uh, one that backed it up four years later in I think it was in Edinburgh in '86. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was it was over there. Um, in between in uh, at the LA Olympics, uh, got fifth, which was you know pretty phenomenal. Um, and you know one of those. Uh, I think classic Aussie, uh, we, we certainly love our sportsmen on the international stage, sportsmen and women on the international stage who almost make it to the podium. Yeah. Um, and and that's, you know, the the 84 was sort of the, probably the first Olympics that you and I could, could probably have some recollectional memories on. Um, more 88 for mine. But, or 92 uh, for me. Or 92 for you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh Deeks, um, well known for, for his mustache. Um, you know, uh, f- phenomenal, phenomenal runner, uh, phenomenal human being. Um, and, you know, still, still, uh, you know, um, so yeah, Deek Stella, Deek's at uh, number 10.
0: Cool. Well, I've just done a, a quick Google search for Deek Stella 82. Mm. And you're right, this is a very impressive m- mustache. Yes. Um, it's sort of like a, for those that um, don't have access and can Google right now, it's sort of like a half handlebar mm, um mm. so it's, it's still got the um curving down almost to the chin area so and it's very full yep. um but yeah no good choice i like and,
1: it uh, look i'd imagine if if deeks was running these days he probably would would go Sonzmo, um you know to help him get that edge yep um but uh you know maybe maybe not maybe uh, got him over the line in 82 and 86 okay
0: cool all right, well, at number 10, I've had to go out of my comfort zone and I found an AFL player. Um, those who know me know I'm no massive fan of AFL, mm-hmm. but um, this person came to mind because occasionally I'll be flicking stations and uh, I'm not sure what this player was like as a player, but mm-hmm. more, he's more, more as a commentator. I've given him a ranking for and it's Brian Taylor.
1: Oh, yes, BT. Yeah, yes. good, good
0: selection. Yeah, so a nice full Mo, um, uh, cuts off at the lip there. Yep. I couldn't tell you anything about his playing career. It looks yep. like he played with Richmond and Collingwood here. So um, Must uh, I'm assuming he was a pretty good player. Um, heard a little bit of him commentating. Um, as I said, never really watched AFL, but have flipped the channels occasionally. Yep. Um, but one thing that has happened when I've flipped those channels is that Mo has stood out.
1: Yep well and 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 his nickname is Bristle, so that uh, that helps and i think that's a, that's a reflection i think not only on his mustache but also his his bristly nature yes um uh, what i can tell you uh you yeah, know bt mainly uh the the 80s uh, for for the big man um really great uh goal kicker really great okay. uh, uh, set shot for goal um and you, it, it's one of whilst was bt can grate on uh, on people when he uh, the, the one thing I always zero in on when he is commentating is particularly when when players are uh, uh, setting up for goal he, he he very much knows his stuff um, has has a, a really great understanding of of technique uh, and and the fundamentals and the mechanics of, of kicking for goal um, and so that's you know for but for all the things that, that annoy me on uh, about BT, uh, it, it's those things that I think you know really shine through. But you no, know, a heck of a player um, uh, in his own right before he, he moved into commentary. So
0: no, good pick there. Awesome,
1: thank you.
0: All right, he got it nine.
1: I've got uh, the the great Kurt Rambis, uh, basketballer. Right. On. Um, you know when we think of the Showtime Lakers, we think of you know Magic, Kareem, James, Worthy, AC Green. Kurt Rambus is, is is your blue collar guy. Um, uh, and I say that because he was white. Uh, he, he had a great moustache. Uh, he had the thick rim glasses that he wore.
0: Uh, yeah, um, looking it up now.
1: Yeah, did, you know, didn't bother with the contacts. Um, <laughs> four-time champion with the Lakers, um, you know, during that great Showtime Lakers era, uh, you know, coached by Pat Riley. Um, I think there's a TV series that's probably coming out next year, which is all about the Showtime Lakers era. Uh, which yep. I think Adam McKay is, is producing um, this. Uh, I'm, I'm unsure who is going to play Kurt Rambus, but he, he, he's going to be the guy that, that I'm going to zero in on. Um, he, he's your absolute workhorse. You know, every basketball team, every sporting team needs a, a Kurt Rambus type. All um, also coach the Lakers later on, um, you know, yep. post post playing, you know, uh, bounced around with a couple of other teams in the, in the early nineties, but uh but being a part of that Showtime Lakers, because uh, it's not all Showtime that um, that wins your championships. There's also, you know, some really, really dogged play, and
0: Kurt Rams is the guy there. Oh, that's an interesting one. If you can Google it, have a look. I think the glasses actually highlight the moe. Um, mm, yep. In essence, so yeah, good pickup. I actually um, wanted to find some basketball players, but I couldn't find any. But yeah, so that's a a good pickup there. All right.
1: And and you number nine.
0: My number 9 I'm a bit closer to home. I've gone – my only NRL player in here is uh, Wally Lewis. The king. Um, the king. Well,
1: now, I'll, I'll let you know, I've got Wally at five. But okay. please, t- talk, talk about the king. Uh,
0: looking at the uh, – I was like, uh, I've got to get an NRL player in here somewhere. And couldn't really think of um, heaps of moustached uh, rugby league players. I don't know if it's because of the, um, the tackling and the, the full-on mm. contact, whether – you know facial hair is not the greatest thing to have there, mm. um, but yeah, and I, I'm sure people can point some out to me. But I always remembered Wally as having a, a great mo, and I actually think the mo looks better on him post career. Yes, his, um, yes, I'm t- glad
1: you, I'm glad you mentioned this. Please continue
0: as it's grade, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's taken on more of a life of its own, and it's kind of. Uh, a bit more obvious, um whereas his lighter colored hair in his playing days it kind of didn't uh accentuate as much. Yep. Um he, he did actually have a period there where he had a nice beard. But um yeah, I think he's more particularly in his post-career, yep, uh is is the real highlight here.
1: Yeah, it's it's become more refined. It, yeah it's 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 fair to say. So if, for those that uh that don't watch um nine news in Queensland at all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, he's he's anchored the, the the sports desk at Nine News for for years and years. Uh, took a bit of time off. He uh, was going through uh, epilepsy, and yeah. um and that um that impacted his his ability to uh, to be on air and and broadcast. But got through that. Um, uh yeah, f- phenomenal mustache. It, it I think you're right. It's been it's even more refined in his post career, uh, and I think a lot of that is to do with the Decision that he he ultimately made, which which made the most sense, which was he was balding, uh, so best to to get a, a, a clean buzz cut, and that then accentuated the mustache. I think before that, when he was starting to get a little wispy on top, um, you know, sure there was okay times with the beard, but uh, the the mo just it, it it looked a little out of place and a little ragged. Yeah. But yeah, I think post career when he decided just to go all all, uh, all buzz cut up top. Uh, accentuated the most so uh, yeah absolutely perfect
0: cool all right uh who do you have at eight um uh
1: now i think you said you mentioned it you had a tennis player and it's probably the same one uh i've got the great john newcomb oh yeah uh, was that your selection as well or did yeah. you go a different tennis player no
0: no no. that's a tennis yep. player i have but yep. he's a lot higher on my list I've okay at... Ooh, there you oh.
1: go did, did you want to hold off on that or we'll we talk about oh, him sure. all that? right
0: uh well, we can talk about him later
1: okay cool yeah
0: all right, cool. Uh, at my eight, I've got Mark Spitz. Yep. Um, the um, probably before Phelps, the greatest American swimmer of all time. Yes. Um, and it, I found it interesting that a swimmer would have a mo, given that these days it's all about, you know, less hair mm-hmm. um, to to really speed up through the, um, I guess, through the water. Yep. But what I particularly liked about his is I'm not sure on the, the name of it, but it's sort of in two parts where it comes out from the the middle of the nostril and it's that real 70s, 80s style Mm. of Mo. Yeah. Um, uh, I I don't, is he on your list? He's not, no. No. Okay. Yeah, so I had him there. Um, I I really liked his Mo when I was Googling, you know, best Mo's in sport and it was actually one of the ones at the top of the list Um, and there's actually one of him Uh, swimming in there and the the hair's all flat with the water and the mo just kind of like stands out. So it looks like he's he's ditched it post career, Mm -hmm. which is strange. But, um, yeah, really nice looking mo. If you get a chance to Google that, have a look at it. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't do as much extensive research into these people's actual sporting records. I was more concentrating on the mo. Absolutely. But, yeah, um, plenty of gold medals, great swimmer and great mo.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And it makes you think that... You know, similar to, to De Costello, if if he had gone without the mow uh, and, you know, and done the full shave down, what would that have been like? Um, you know, could, could he have, uh, you know, broken, you know, even more records, um, you know, during his era? But one thing we'll, we'll never know, I guess. That's
0: right. Um, All right, so we up to, to seven? Seven,
1: yep. So yep. Uh, the first of the cricketers on my list, um, I've gone with the uh, Wisdom's Indian cricketer of the century, uh, the great Kapil Dev. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, yeah I think led. I think it was the eighty-three World Cup uh, would have been one of the youngest captains um, uh, of of all time. Um, I think he would have only been maybe twenty-four at the time. Um, yep. You know, really great all all rounder. Um, you know, you know, good medium fast bowler and. You know, that that solid middle order for for india during the 80s um and then uh the most fascinating thing i uh, in my research was he then became uh, part of the uh the territorial territorial army uh, okay. in india which is sort of like our i guess our reserves here yep. um which which is phenomenal but you know i always have the the image in my mind of of you know kapil dev cutting a fine figure uh either at bat or or, or into bowl um, and, you know, most of those those one-day outfits of the 80s were sort of a hangover of the 70s. So it had that, you know, bit of a uh, sh- showing the chest hair, and yep. um, uh, which then I think accentuated uh, the moustache as well. Uh, but Kapil Dev, a really great cr- uh, cricketer and I think a, a worthy um, number seven on my list.
0: Oh, absolutely. And um, probably India's real first true, oh, actually, gavaskar um, Gavaskar yeah. Yeah, Say uh, maybe in the more in the one day field, uh, their first true you know one day all rounder, um, and probably the catalyst to their success in the mid to late nineties and through to the current generation. Yep. Um, you know, without players like him, Tendulkar and the and the like um, in that cricket mad country. Yep. Um, you probably don't have the players you have today. Absolutely, because
1: you're quite right. It's it's their achievements that then you know. Um, made the the, the, the players that, have, that are around now or yep. even, you know, those of five, six years ago, uh, you know, um, you know uh, they're from India, they were always going to take up the game of cricket, but you know, to, but to be inspired to, to reach those heights Okay, yep.
0: Alright, so I've got at number seven my next American sports person and it's mm-hmm. Lenny McDonald okay. um, who is, looks like he's an ice hockey player um, looks like he's played for Toronto Maple Leafs and some other teams as well. But if you get a chance to Google Lenny McDonald, um, you've got one of the bushiest Mo's of all time um, before he went gray a nice uh, ginger Mo as well to um, kind to of add some extra points. Yeah. Um, we've got it not just curling under the top lift lip, but it's curling to the bottom lip as well. So um Obviously, as someone who's had a few beards in his time and the, the mo section has grown a bit, um, that must have been hard to to keep up um, because it is quite frustrating at times when you start chewing on your own facial hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is a, a great mo. So just Google Lenny McDonald, L A N N Y. Um, yeah, great mo. Once it, it'll pop out straight at you.
1: There you go. And in terms of uh, ice hockey, where does your fandom sit is it sort of at the at the mighty ducks level (laughs) or or is it you know uh hardcore uh um you know gretzky level Uh,
0: this has been my experience with ice hockey Mm. uh well obviously mighty ducks it's a movie i show to my students every single year yep um I tried doing a fantasy league with hockey one year, but I didn't understand it. Yep. Um, Then when it, like if you're watching the back page or, you know, um, the Sunday sports show on nine or whatever, They might have some highlights of some fight or something, or some great goal that's happened. Yeah, that's as far as my ice hockey uh, fandom goes. Although there was a pretty cool ice hockey game on Commodore sixty four, which was some sort of five on five game, which I did really enjoy playing, or sort of like an arcade style game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's as far as my ice hockey fandom goes. Yeah. Yours? Uh, that,
1: that's uh, certainly a lot more than me. I think <laughs> if, if, if I was a decent coach in another sport, I'd entertain the idea of, of Ted lassoing my way into ice hockey because I have no idea how it's played. I, I, my understanding is there's two sports going on at once. There's some sort of wrestling, <laughs> boxing match going on. Yep. And uh, what looks like field hockey on ice, um, that's, as, that's as much as I know. Um and I will forever be baffled by um by the sport.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of only two, and I can't remember the other one off my head, that not only allows fighting but condones it. Yeah. Um, and I guess advertises it. So I mean, he, while while they can still get away with it in this current climate. Yep. All power to them. I reckon. Sure. I, like I said,
1: absolutely mystified. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> But it is pretty good when it's in a movie and it gets all pretty tense. So sure. And yeah. I think is it a game played in thirds as well? So you know.
1: yeah, that's that's is is that similar to Nepal? Is netball thirds? No, no I, I think they're quarters. Yeah. Is it quarters? Oh, I'm thinking of the divisions of the of the uh, quarters in thirds. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, With uh, yeah, I think we've confused both myself and, and all our <laughs> listeners right now,
0: <laughs> which happens quite regularly. Indeed. You, not the listeners. <laughs> Uh, where are we up to? Is it six? Uh six. Yeah,
1: Yep. So I've gone with uh, a golfer. Um, mm. uh, as I said, uh, at at the top, I would have. This is the guy I would have included in this spot would have been uh, Australia's great Peter Senior, uh, okay. but but Peter Senior in the back half of his career lost lost the mustache, oh, and, and I think and I think as a result lost his uh, position in in this top ten,
0: and I think It's a cut you know, he, list.
1: It is a cutthroat <laughs> list. Um, uh, very good. That's that's the first uh, barbershop gag that we've got in. <laughs> that,
0: that was unintended, but I'm claiming it. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Very good. Um, and, and and no doubt Peter Senior will go to his grave, um, <laughs> ruining the fact that he um uh, that he made that decision so many years ago. Absolutely. Um, but, but I've gone with uh, with the great Craig Stadler. Okay. Um, now, if if you if you look up Craig Stadler, the first image that's going to come to your mind is probably. Oh, yeah the walrus from uh, the walrus and the carpenter section in Alice in Wonderland. And he was known as the walrus. Um, You know, uh, I think uh, the second thing that would come to your mind is uh, to describe Craig Sadler is paunchy.
0: Um,
1: And, and for mine, they're the two greatest ingredients that anyone needs to be a professional golfer. Now um, there are probably people who, uh, who, you know, play it on a regular basis who would, uh, you know, be offended by, by that. But to me, uh, if, if you're going to succeed in in a sport where you can, um, be as rotund as possible (laughs) and have a a great walrus mustache, it's, it's pretty much this darts and snooker. It's fair to say. Absolutely. Um, and you know, last I checked darts and snooker, aren't going to, you know, earn you millions of dollars, uh, for, for just walking around, hit the ball, um, you know, for, for a couple of hours, so uh, mainly because darts is not with a ball. But my my point being is that uh, uh, Craig Stadler has has perf- well he perfected the form. He he's now retired. Yeah. Um, won won the eighty two Masters, uh, and and is for my mind the 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 quintessential golfer. So uh, Craig Stadler makes my list.
0: Nice. Now, I have quickly Googled him, and it does look like he did interchange between the Mo and the Goatee. Mm, um, yes. So interesting that you would keep him on that list ahead of Peter Sr. in that regard. But
1: uh, Yeah, but Peter <laughs> Sr. didn't win the Masters. So oh, true. Okay. All right.
0: so, <laughs> um, that, that's a tiebreaker, was it?
1: Yeah, it, it, it came down to that. I, 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 was, uh, I was working on that for about 10 hours straight, and then that, 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 that was the deciding factor.
0: All right. Well, for my six, I'm going to the game of baseball, Mm. uh, which is obviously a poor man's cricket.
1: I Um, I know where you're going with this, I think.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Do you have this person on your list then? Well,
1: I I think I might, but um, please
0: continue. Well, I've gone with Rolly Fingers. Well, then no, I don't. No, okay. (laughs) All right. So every list that I uh, Google here, Rolly Fingers was the number one on on this list. Mm -hmm. Um, It's... Sort of like the, the moustache that is uh, twisted at the end. Yep. So um, I'm not sure if I got it on the, the handlebar moustache with a twist on the end. Yep. Um, and he had a few nicknames, but off the top of my head, I can't remember them. And, oh, here we go. Moustache. He's even got a moustache section on Wikipedia. Right. That's how good the, the moustache is. Yep. Um, and actually baseball's... Uh, Reference.com ranks his moustache as the best in history. I'm right. assuming they obviously haven't um, donned into the cricket area to um, see other types of moustaches, but right. um, he is there. Um, and that taking it even further, Finlay came up with a moustache day at the ballpark where any fan with a moustache could get in for free. Right. So, I mean, you've got to make a top 10 list if that's part of your career. So. Sure, um, and just
1: just just winding back a bit. Did you say baseball reference ra- rank this? Is that yes, it?
0: yes. Right. So baseballreference.com.
1: Right. So look, the, the whole Moneyball era has a lot to answer for. Here, <laughs> can I say we've gone from advanced, uh, you know, sabermetrics on you know at bats, and you know at bats get you, you know, on base, blah blah blah, get you, get your runs, get you, get your wins. And now, you know, they're ranking mustaches. I mean, this this is phenomenal. I think the only people that should be able to rank mustaches, apart from you and I, (laughs) are are eighty year old baseball talent scouts. Mm -hmm. About shit, except for the look of the guy, Uh, and they're the only people that, um, apart from you know, yours truly and, and 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 you, that is it. That that they are the only people that should be ranking uh, mustaches, not not some baseball reference That is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> uh, you got that off your chest now, Stuart? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so if you get a chance um after listening to this or if you're in front of a computer right now, definitely Google Rolly Fingers. That's um great, great name. That's a great name as well. Yep. Um probably not his. Uh, Roland Glenn Rolly nickname Fingers. So yep. Yeah, get a chance, Google it. It's a, a really good moustache. Perfect. And um, we up to your number six? Uh, or, no, or my, num-
1: my number five, which was Wally Lewis. So we've, we've already done that one.
0: All right. Well, my iCloud's just locked me out, so I've got to get my list back up.
1: Should Well, speaking about baseball, how about... I go to my number four, which is a baseball one. Okay, cool. Uh, and we'll we'll circle back to your five. So my yep. number four is uh, Don Mattingly. Okay, which um, for most of us here in Australia, if we weren't following baseball in the '80s, we would have first come across him in the the classic Simpsons episode Homer at the Bat, which uh, involved the Springfield Nuclear uh, Power Station softball team um, getting a bunch of ring ins against uh, the uh, shelbyville nuclear power Station softball team um a, a quick aside i'm not quite sure um how uh, a state or, or a country regulates two power stations so close together <laughs> i now i i came from the latrobe valley in victoria where we had you know four, four or five uh power stations you know going in a in a 30k radius so i uh, you know Coal-fired power stations is one thing. Two nuclear power <laughs> stations within, you know, as we know, Shelbyville was fairly close to Springfield. Mm-hmm. I've got some concerns. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Um, uh, not the least of which is uh, is Montgomery Burns's ability to to get all these these uh, these great players uh, to play for his softball team. And of course, <laughs> Don Mattingly was the guy who. Um, uh, Monty, uh, as, as the coach would be uh, infuriatingly saying he had to shave his uh, sideburns off, of which Mattingly didn't have sideburns, he <laughs> had the big mustache. And of course, uh, all the you know, all the different things befoul uh, all, all the other players except for Mattingly, he actually turns up uh, to, to the, the all important game, but of course, because he still hasn't uh, shaved his sideburns according to Monty Burns, even though he's. <laughs> He's got the, the the sort of shaved right up to the the, the top of the, uh, the, the top of his head, um, because Monty can't work out the difference between sideburns and mustache. Um, he still didn't make the team, so there you go, um, Don Mattingly. Um, interestingly, you know, I think it's pretty rare in professional sports these days that a guy um, plays for just the one team. Mm-hmm. Um, so he played for the Yankees his entire career, um, but played during the you know the the very few drafts for the yankees in terms of their success uh didn't play in a world series so oh. uh, i think they 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 played in the world series the year before his rookie year, and then uh and then the year after his his final year i think probably uh, if i read correctly would have made it in his last year or second last year if it wasn't for the uh the players strike oh, yeah. um but yeah one uh, one team guy which is you know quite rare these days in in professional sports Oh, there you go.
0: Mm. Awesome. All right. So my number five was uh going is going to the AFL world again. Yep. And uh probably stood out for me because he had so much success up here in Brisbane as a coach, and that's Lee Matthews. Mm, lethal um, Lee. Yep. Lethal Lee. Not only was he lethal on the um the pitch, but uh with his mustache as well. Yep. Um <laughs> excuse me. Uh, the little research I've done, I only knew him really as a coach, as a, you know, you couldn't help in Brisbane in that early 2000s, even if you weren't an AFL fan, which I certainly am not, you couldn't help, but you know, know who the players were and, um, no, definitely know who the coach was, uh, which was Lee Matthews. I think around the time I could have named six or seven, eight players now in the one team, the Brisbane team. Now I could barely name eight in the whole of the AFL, but um, Lee Matthews definitely stood out. Um, and I, I think he had a kind of a walk as well that kind of led with the moustache as well. Yep. So um, definitely nice and full and kept a post-playing career as well. Yep. Um, nice, nice real strong moustache and that's why it got into the top five there.
1: Yeah. And I think very similar to Wally Lewis as well, where it, it got more refined in his post-playing career um, so, yeah, no, uh, very, very worthy uh, recipient
0: of uh,
1: uh, in your top five. Well done.
0: Thank you. Um, so I'll shoot to my four then, Yep, um, which is the first of my three cricketers who okay. uh, three of them fill in the top four. I've gone with uh, the man who can knock down a VB on a trip to uh, London, and that's David Boone. Yep. So he's my number four Obviously, Booney, anyone growing up in late 80s, early 90s, like we did, that's when I first got into cricket. Um, good old Booney makes my top four for moustache. He had a, a really, or still has even, a nice, thick, strong moustache. Yep. He was probably known at some periods of his career because he did have some lean trots more for his uh, moustache than he did for his playing at, or form at the time, I should say. Yep. But um, it's a great moustache.
1: Absolutely. So, Booney made my number three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've if you recall
0: the the early '90s, uh,
1: degeneration comedy show, The Late Show. Oh, well, uh, I watched it religiously. Uh, and so you'll you'll remember that the Great Oz brothers sketches where, you know, they 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 had the uh the, the Buddha Boon that they would pray, <laughs> yes. pr- pr- they'd face lawn Sisson and pray. Um, yeah, the, the bo- <laughs> Booney the Great Man and now you're you're the more the cricket guy than I, but when he when he he was a really great uh, fielder in close, wasn't he? He'd play, uh, you know, particularly when when Warren was bowling spin, he'd be you know riding riding close to um to take those uh those catches um you know off uh that clipped off the uh, off
0: the off the bat. Look, I'm probably going to be a little bit too honest here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Booney was actually that great under the helmet. He just managed to take a catch for a hat-trick. Yeah, right. And, and really, when you look at his portliness, mm. um, there weren't many other places as towards the end of his career he was moving into a more professional career. There yes. weren't many other places on the field you could actually put him. So he had to kind of be good there because yep. um, he wasn't going to be sweeping out on the uh, mid-wicket boundary yep. um, and saving lots of fours. Um, and
1: do, do I remember he he probably uh, was was our backup keeper for a game or two?
0: Uh, Am I right in thinking that, or not, not, not? Just a backup keeper. I actually think he was a starting keeper on a on a few occasions. Yep. Um. But yeah, so that was a, another string to his bow. Yep. Um. We never saw him bowl. I think thankfully. Yep. Um. But it was a uh, it was a really great batsman. Um. Did have his form slumps, but um. He was always fun to watch. Yep, Chris.
1: Very good. Uh, so, yeah, Boone was my number three. So, your number three?
0: I've gone with Graham Gooch. Gooch? Nice. Yes. Um, probably a very similar uh, moustache to uh, David Boone, but um, nice, thick, full. Um, I think at the height of his playing career. Um, oh, he had sort of like the twist on the end as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a really nice moustache um, um, and actually not a bad player either. I know that the, the Poms get a lot of um, bagging, particularly over here um, on our shores, but he was a top-class player, high score, I think, of 333. Um, I think one of the last players to wear the white helmet in Test cricket as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, he makes my list there. Fantastic. He was um, one of your three?
1: No, I um I did before I put in Capel Dev, I, I had both them in there for a bit.
0: Yep. I um, considered both of them as well. Yeah,
1: beefy um was was almost made the list, but uh I in the end, like I said, Capel Dev just gave me that variety uh that nice. I was looking for. Uh, um, yeah, so sometimes fuller isn't always better.
0: Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, there was one player I really wanted to get in this list, but in the end I couldn't, and that was of course the great A B. Yeah. Um when you he obviously had a great mo, but when you compare it to my list of 10, I've got to leave someone out to put him in. Yep. And a, a, the mo wasn't strong enough to get in there. Great beard. Yes. Um, and then he has, of course, let the mo go in his um, post-career as well. So that's, that's a, right. a bit of um, loss of points there as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I he, he's one of those um, those figures that certainly certainly the beard is, uh, you know, Particularly during those lean years in the mid 80s, mm. um, more known for uh, but yeah, Captain Grumpy, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, harsh omission. I mean, I didn't put him in either, but uh, yeah. you know, could, could have been under consideration
0: for doing greatest players of all time. He's definitely in the list, but um, in- indeed, not for the most,
1: exactly. Um, so that brings us to my number two, I think. So yeah. is my uh, uh Australian rules uh, footballer. Yep. which is uh, Dipper, the great Robert Dippier Medico. Ah, uh yes. the uh, made the Italian Australian team of the century. Um, uh, well, with, with did, were they able
0: to fill out a team? Uh,
1: believe it or not, they they did. Um, <laughs> uh, we we don't have time to go into the other seventeen players. Uh, suffice to say that uh, probably both Stephen and Serge Silvani made it. Uh, Silvani made it. The um, Dipper played for, for Hawthorne all his career we talked about one-team guys, yeah. uh, actually was born in the suburb of Hawthorne, uh, which is which is you know, very much a, a rare thing uh, to, you know, to be wow, born, born and, and, and play for that team. Um, five-time premiership player with, with Hawthorne in their, their 70s and 80s heydays. Um, and it, most notably in what is considered one of the greatest uh, uh, grand finals of all time, the 1989 grand final. Um, towards the end of the first quarter, um, was involved in a uh, in a knock, I think with with Ablett, Gary Ablett, the great Gary Ablett from <laughs> um, from all, all accounts, um, uh, played out the game, then went to the hospital after winning the premiership by, uh, I think it was by a few points. Um, turns out he played the rest of that game after that knock with a punctured lung, wow. um, you know, phenomenal um uh player uh you know h- hard as nails and then in that in the post um post playing career in the 90s made a name for himself um you know doing a lot of stuff in the uh the, the junior um you know oz kick uh sort of uh, oh, yeah. uh arena oh. uh and 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 known uh wearing the the big um dries uh, the bone jacket as a boundary rider um for oh, for, yeah. for for Seven Sport during the the 90s so Uh, Dipper, really thick, full mustache, yes, um, uh, and also had the sort of the black uh, curly hair as well. Yeah. Um, So yeah, looked looked like he, um, you know, could have could have been a you know a a lovable but um, but harsh standover man as well.
0: Yeah. uh, Googling it right now looks like a great mustache.
1: Yep. Um, And and because he's gone grey over the years, the 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 has gone grey as well, but it's um you know uh, still still as distinguished. Yes, it's not bad.
0: All right, Um, so he was your two, right? He was my two. Okay, so my two is our tennis player, uh, John Newcomb. Where did you have him at eight, was it?
1: Yeah, I had him at at eight, yep.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, John Newcomb, obviously a fantastic player. uh, Probably, uh, well, it was before my time to actually watch him play, but um, a phenomenal record, grand slams, many finals, um, also a great doubles player as well. Yep. Um, most of his career with a wooden racket as well, which is always um, a massive achievement. Yep. Um, but the reason why he goes so high on my list, obviously it's a it's a standout mo, it's a strong mo, it, clearly better than any other tennis player in the history of um, sport, mm-hmm. but he had variations on the mo. So the regular mo, the half hand, handlebar moe, the full handlebar moe. Mm. the twelve in the end. So it's like, he mixed it up.
1: It's it's um, the full gamut.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why he ranks so high on my list.
1: Yeah. No, good, uh, good selection. Number eight on mine. Um, yeah. Th- th- I had, you know, I-, I think you're right before our time, you know, we certainly grew up with him uh, uh, more as, more as the commentator, mm-hmm. um, particularly, uh, you know, uh, anchoring the, the nines wide water sports tennis coverage. Yeah. Um, uh, and it, it, the, the interesting tidbit that I, I, I recall the, have you heard about the George W. Bush connection with Newcom? Uh,
0: no, I haven't. No.
1: Okay. So, um, it, it was, it was revealed, um, in the early two thousands that, uh, when George W. Bush, uh, during, when he was running for president, the, um, uh, the first time there was this drink driving incident from, uh, from 1976. Okay. And it turns out his drinking buddy that night was John Newcomb. Um, So uh, look, whilst we here at the Rankers do not condone drink driving at <laughs> all, um, we do we do certainly condone um, social drinking. Um, you know, a, a bit of uh, uh, lubricant to, to to wet the whistle and the and the mustache. Um, and uh, and and Nuke Boyle counts. You know, not a rowdy man, but. Um, yeah, you know, probably liked a beer or two and and uh and you know has, has his uh, infamous place in history with um with the uh, with the former president.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um I I tend to liken um John Newcomb is the cricket equivalent of Ian Chappell. So, yes, you know, a yeah. great player, and then in the commentary box, probably has been there way too long. Mm-hmm. Um because Ian Chappell well, I think it's like it'll be his 50th straight summer or something like that in the commentary box, whether it's nine Fox, whatever it is. Um, and he's all every, and if you watch as much cricket as I do, which is pretty much every ball of the summer, um, he's always telling that story of the Sheffield shield game he played in for South Australia in 1974, someone sledged him or whatever and he said something back and Newcomb, I feel is the same, you know, he's commentated that often that the same story regurgitated again and again and again. Um, so, yeah, and, and Ian Chapel might have made a list as well. You know, he had quite a strong moment. He's playing days as well. Yep. Um, uh, and that just gets me thinking completely way off topic, but I don't know if you ever saw the miniseries How's That? Yes, I did. About Kerry Packers and yep. I made a comment at the time that the uh, Ian Chapel was much cooler in How's That than he actually was in real life. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think John Newcomb is as abrasive as Ian Chappell, but... Mm-hmm. Um, he can have his moments as well, indeed. And,
1: um, whilst uh, um, I think we're about to reveal probably the same number one, <laughs> um, it, it's fair to say the, the other cricketer that came, came to mind, uh, was Rod Marsh as well, yes, of course, yeah, iron gloves. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, Marsh could have made it, uh, didn't. Um, I think we could probably say a number one at the same time and it'll well, be in, in stereo, but I'll, I'll let you do
0: the honors. I'm currently stretching on the uh, the Bay 13, mm-hmm. um, doing my stretches, limbering right. up for yep. my uh, next over. I'm assuming you're doing the same thing.
1: Indeed. Got, got, got the zinc cream on.
0: Yes, absolutely. The wide brim hat. Yep. Um, probably got a, a, a VB in the pocket Yep. Um, because that, that you could do that in the days and probably got a, a couple of rolly cigarettes in the other one Yep. because, um, of course, it would be. Merv Hughes, the great Mervyn Hughes. Absolutely, I don't. Yep. You don't even need to Google this one. You can just picture that that Mo uh, extending all the way down to the jawline. Um, it uh, uh, Merv, despite the Mo, was a fantastic bowler. Um, probably not the best trainer or no. you know uh, uh, you know um, best preseason guy, yep. but um, definitely could uh, bowl a mean ball and. Of course, has the best mo of any, uh, I guess male sport athlete in the history of sport.
1: That that's correct. And look, one of the things that you know we talked about all around us with Kapil Dev, whilst you know Murphys was certainly known more for his his bowling and his his outfield antics. Um, the you know was was a decent batsman. Um, <laughs> and you know I think sort of. Was was one of a succession which which we still hold pretty close to today um, that that helped the uh, ultimately the the Australian team from you know from the late eighties onwards, which was which was being able to bat pretty deep in the lineup. Yeah. Um, and so Merv was no slouch. He was certainly no um, uh, you know Bruce Reid, um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the poor bastard. You know, but. Uh, you know McDermott. Um, you know wasn't too bad in the end. Rifle end up becoming really good batsman. You know uh, Dizzy Gillespie, as as we've spoken about. Um, so we've we've got this great tradition um, of of you know really great bowlers who can you know who can hold their own. Uh, you know be a really good night watchman. Um, and and Merv to me, you know at least in our era, um, you know feels like the um, you know the the epitome of that.
0: Uh, we have completely differing views on uh, what a tailender should be. Um, <laughs> I don't sit down to watch cricket or go to a match of cricket to watch bowlers uh, bat. Um, <laughs> if they're going to bat, it, they need to swing from the rafters, ball one, six are out, because I'm there to watch batsmen bat and bowlers bowl. So um, while it's great sometimes for tail to dig in and help their team out and whatever, no one wants to see that. Have yeah. a swing, I'm, hit, I'm, it, hit it into the third stand, uh, third row, and let's get on with the batters batting and the bowlers bowling.
1: Yeah, but if you're trying to eke out a drawer in the last session of day five,
0: yeah, it's
1: that that, that that's what you want. Or you that's reckon that's
0: the only time it's acceptable? <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Um, Murph could uh, handle the willow a fair bit, a, yep. a, as could McDermott, yeah. Um, and they, they had their moments of scoring 70s and 80s, yep. um, I think, in Test cricket. Um, yep. Maybe I'm being a bit too generous to them there. Um, but they could also hold an end, and, and I guess that was what AB was looking for, to um, get a bit of steel into the team, even if it had to be from the, the lower order, yep. because there was that period just a little bit before I started um, watching where uh, Australia really did struggle, particularly in those long three to four month Ashes contests. Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they they all sort of turned around. I think if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, it's maybe it's was the '89 series in in England. Yeah. Um, uh, could be wrong, but uh, yeah, Murphy's. I think you know we could have had ten other panelists <laughs> with us wrestling uh, yes. these, uh, but a, a, as we've said, it's it's us two and. 80-year-old uh, baseball <laughs> scouts that, that should be determining this. And I think we all would have come up with Merv Hughes as, the, as and, the deserving number one.
0: And I don't often like to tell people they're wrong with their rankings but, yep. you know, because everyone's different they've got their own point of view and opinion. Sure. But if you come to me with a top 10 Mo list and Merv Hughes isn't your number one, my instant reply is going to be, you're wrong. You need to yep. go back and uh, redo your list and have Merv Hughes at number one. Really yep. not fuss who you have from two to ten, but if Hughes isn't number one on your list, then you know you need to go and have another look at that list. Yeah, and,
1: and another hard have look at yourself. Absolutely. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yes. Um, we like to keep things nice and um, we try to keep things um, ceremonial and um, you know nice and um, cordial, if I uh, for lack of a better word. But I'm sorry if you if you don't have Hughes at the top of your your best motors and sport list, then we're done. You're out. Right. You're out. Right. Right. Um. I guess okay so that finishes our uh, move a special November episode top 10 MOs in Sporting history. and as you've just heard, both uh, Team Stu and Team Kyle have Merv Hughes at number one and um, you obviously you've listened to the episode if you've got this far you can uh, you've heard the rest of our rankings You'll, I'll also put them up on uh, social media when I get a chance. Uh, but thanks Stuart, that was uh, enjoyable.
1: Yeah, that was fun. I think uh, in the end it was uh, a crossover of, uh, of four, so that was, that was pretty good. Um, mm. And, yeah, I think, yeah, as, as you said, quite rightly deserved the number one with uh, with Murf
0: Hughes. <laughs> it's no contest. Indeed. All right. Uh, so uh, our next episode will be our December episode, and we've organised to do a sort of best of of uh, songs, albums, movies. Um, so uh, keep a lookout for that in your feed. And then we restart again for season 2022, um, where our January episode will be looking at when, what's been requested on our social media is the top 20 television series of all time. So that should be a, an interesting list. Absolutely.
1: Um, I, I'm assuming the, uh, the, the Nine Summer
0: of Cricket will make your list. <laughs> we'll have to come up with some parameters, I think, because I think um, so. I'm not. I'm not ranking Nine's coverage at all on my list. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, that's for another day. Indeed. Um. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Um, we really appreciate it, uh, You making it this far throughout ranking ep- episode. episode. Hope hopefully we've entertained you, and thank you for listening because that's another two dollars towards the Movember cause, a very worthy cause uh, for men's health and um, uh, I guess men's well being in general. Um. Again, if you're experiencing any issues or, or troubles like that, you can always Google Movember and they've got lots of links there um, to where you need to go. And there's also Lifeline as well. Um, but hopefully if you, we haven't uh, put you in that situation where you'll need to, to make those calls um, and we hope you've enjoyed our podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, and all the best with the moustache
0: growing throughout <laughs> the rest of the month. Thank you. I can't wait until uh, November 31, which will be my last shave of the year. Very good, sir well there you have it those are our rankings we really hoped you enjoyed our discussion
1: and remember you can find us on anchor by searching for the rankers we can also be found on twitter and facebook we'd love to know what you think
0: keep an eye on our socials for what we'll be ranking next month we'd also love to get your ideas on what you would like us to rank
1: thanks again for listening and we hope you stay with us